0: The Humans of LQHS is a podcast that helps to represent, support, and bring awareness to different groups at La Quinta High School. In this platform, we hope to amplify each individual's voice so that they can share their experiences. Everyone has a story. The views of this podcast do not reflect those of all students and staff members on campus. Hello, my name is Michaela Vo. I'm a senior in Bridges, and I'm today's host. Hello, my name is Karen Nguyen. I am also a senior, and I will be
1: today's co-host. Hi, everyone. I'm Caroline. I'm a senior at LQ, and I'm a part of NAMI. Other than NAMI, what other clubs are you in? Um, I'm in Baking Club, uh, CSF, which is California Scholarship Federation, and hopefully DECA.
2: So for people who don't know,
1: what is NAMI's mascot? So NAMI's mascot, at least for our school, is Kermit, because we use the slogan, "Committed to Kindness, and also because frogs are like the most notable, like, green... Animal and our whole branding is like green for mental health. So, what does NAMI stand for? So, NAMI stands for the National Alliance on Mental Illness, and it's a nationwide nonprofit organization that serves to help those across America that are struggling from mental illnesses. So, yeah. So, uh, NAMI,
2: like you just said, um, is hoping to um, kind of spread awareness about mental health, or just you know help um, maybe people who are struggling with it. Um, what else do you guys hope to do or like what's the purpose of
1: NAMI? So as we know, LQ is like very competitive academically and it's honestly pretty rigorous and it was for me. So we hope to support all students regardless of what it is they're struggling with, whether it's academics or like sports or just something that, that happens at home. And we want to teach them how important taking care of our mental health is. We want to create a school environment where students feel accepted and comfortable and we want them to know that we will support them. What are some recognizable projects that Nyami has done? So on campus, our most notable projects are around Mental Health Week, which is in April and May. Uh, we host a week's worth of really fun and engaging activities where you can learn more about mental health and receive resources regarding like suicide prevention and whatnot. We're also in charge of therapy dogs, and it happens every other month.
2: So outside of campus, how do you want to help maybe students or other people that are struggling with mental health?
1: Yeah, so we want to have activities where they can reach out to people, kind of network, and know that they're not alone when it comes to mental health struggles. So one of the events that we had was just in August called the NAMI Walk, where countless organizations, mostly nonprofits, band together and support the fight against mental illnesses. Uh, we've seen groups that represent Asian seniors, teenagers, and even those are part of the LGBTQ plus community. Uh, there are so many other groups that are represented, and that event was like a great example of that as you mentioned
0: LQ is very competitive academically and it especially takes a toll on our mental health how do you think the students here perceive mental health
1: in my honest opinion I feel like students don't talk about it enough and it could be due to like various reasons maybe most notably a cultural thing Uh, the student body here at LQ is mostly and predominantly Vietnamese and as a Vietnamese kid I've been dismissed a lot of my life for uh, my mental health issues it's not just in the Asian culture and for many the idea of like struggling from mental illnesses is dismissed because it's viewed as weak that you should just suck it up that you're just sad and I know of kids whose parents just kind of brush it off and say like you don't need therapy you have me but then they'll start to ball it up and yeah.
2: You just said that as a kid that that kind of happened to you that maybe your mental health got pushed away is that why you joined NAMI?
1: Yeah. um, So back in middle school is when I was diagnosed with depression. And a lot of it stemmed from academic pressures. I have an older brother who is now at UCI taking uh, computer science. He took 10 APs, uh, was in sports. So kind of that pressure carried on to me. um, And I wanted to live up to my parents' expectations that I could be just like my brother. So I pushed myself. I skipped dinners. All that mattered to me were my grades. And then I started slipping and I felt like my life didn't matter anymore. And then it got really serious. And then I ended up going to therapy and realizing that it was depression that I was suffering from. And seeing that NAMI supports this type of thing, I wanted to get involved.
0: So you shared that you joined NAMI because of your mental health. So
1: why should others join NAMI? So I think everyone can join NAMI. They don't have to be suffering from a mental illness. Uh, But I do want people to join because they realize that mental health is a serious issue. I've suffered it for myself, and I'm scared that there are a lot of students who suffer from it as well. Um, But regardless of what it is, uh, I believe that you should join to spread awareness and create uh, an environment where students can work with each other comfortably and support each other mentally and just overcome these academic challenges. What is your role in NAMI? I am the president, and I have been since around the end of my junior year. I actually didn't want to be president. My advisor came to me and suggested it because she said I fit the role well. Uh, And it was something that I'm really passionate about, so I took it on. Uh, Before then, I was the historian. From historian to president,
0: do you feel like you have any growth between
1: your junior year and your senior year right now? Absolutely. Uh, As we know, junior year is pretty stressful. And I had a lot of mental struggles from then. And going into the senior year, I feel like I've experienced a lot through NAMI, whether it's the events or talking to people, you know, getting mentorship from my advisors. And in doing so, I built a lot more confidence that allowed me to explore and check out new programs that I've been involved in. What what programs are you in? Uh, I've been involved with Girls Inc. Uh, I just finished the two-year program called Girls Meet the Workforce, and it it was an awesome program. How'd you get into that? So funny story, my brother was talking to this girl and she told me about this program and I didn't think much of it because I was already involved with something on the weekends and it would cut in. But I figured I'd give it a shot and I don't regret anything. It's been an amazing program and I highly recommend it to everyone. So what are your roles in Girls Inc.? The two-year program, uh, there's two different levels, the associate level and the executive Uh, The associate level is at the sophomore year, and then the executive is at the junior year. So I'm just a participant in it, and I'm there with a bunch of other girls that want to learn about, like, what it is to go into the workplace. It seems like Girls Inc. is about empowering women. Can you further explain what it really is? Yeah, you're right. So Girls Inc. is all about empowering and supporting and helping girls of all ages and those who are female-identifying of all ages, like, traverse life. Their various, like, girl-focused programs help girls learn more about themselves, the world, and sculpt themselves into confident girls who can, they feel like they're ready to take on the world.
2: Um. So, since it's a program, is there, like, multiple steps to it? Did you finish the program?
1: Yes. Yeah, so, the program I was involved in, Girls Meet the Workforce, it was a two-year one. I just finished it the summer of my junior year i have so many lifelong connections i've met some amazing girls that i i want to be friends with for the rest of my life i have mentors that can help me one might be able to support me in getting a full ride at chapman university um and i've also scored a job at a at bj's restaurants the corporate office
2: oh my so. god congratulations so it's like at an office like not at like
1: serving or something yeah not right? like Food serving like I'm actually in the office in the HR department
2: can you expand on um, the internship is it like a job or is it
1: like part-time I did mention that I do have a job like lined up for me when I go into college but what I participated in was an internship uh, Girls Inc what they do for their uh, executive their the executive level is they partner up each girl with the host company so there's companies like Disneyland Pepsi Coca-cola Boeing. All sorts of big companies and they can intern uh with that company and if they like the girl enough they can hire them on and they hired me so i'm the first high school intern so yeah
0: that yeah. is incredibly impressive i am glad you got that opportunity to you
1: yeah oh, they have 216 like restaurants across the u.s and all sorts of office and i'm the first high school intern
0: what do you do there
1: um i do human resource paperwork so it's honestly Pretty boring. Pretty boring, because um, I just go through boxes and boxes and boxes of employee files um, and put them into a spreadsheet. So it's pretty boring work, but it's a huge project and will benefit the entire company. So I do it and I try to enjoy it.
0: I bet your college apps are going crazy, because with all of your roles in Nami and Girls Inc, you're gonna like, go into like a really good college.
1: Yes. Oh my gosh, thank you. But I actually only plan to apply to like three, four colleges. Um, I was looking at Cal State, so Fullerton, Long Beach, or Cal Poly Pomona. And then only one private, which is Chapman. I don't plan to go to UCs, even though my mom wants me to go to UCI with my brother.
2: Do you think you'll be working at the BJ's corporate office while you're in college or maybe doing something
1: else? Yeah, so I do have the job lined up for me, and I would like to continue it. But so my future aspiration, I want to open up my own cafes. Um, So I'm hoping... To work part time at a cafe, so I get that experience. Because actually, to open at your own cafe, you don't need a business degree; you just need the experience. So I want to get that.
2: Is that what you want to do, like later, like as a career path? You want to start businesses, or is it just the cafe that you're thinking of?
1: Yeah, so it's mostly the cafe that I'm thinking of. Uh, I've been set on that for the past two years, so I'm pretty passionate about it. I have ideas of how I want it to look, uh, what food I want to serve, like the lighting and the architecture, everything. So it's something that I'm really set on. Uh, although whatever life has in store for me, I think I'll explore all of those things.
2: Can, can you expand on that? Like tell me, tell us what that cafe is going to be like.
1: The cafe that I, I want to open, uh, I want to cater it towards the student body. Um, because I know that for me, I personally can't focus when I study at home uh, you can hear, like, the pots clattering, the dish be- dishes being washed, and my cu- my sister and my brother fighting. Um, so I, w- I just found, like, a haven in cafes. Uh, I found that I was very comfortable there. I love the food that they serve, so I want to have a place where students can, you know, work. If they don't want to work, they don't have to. Just somewhere to de-stress. You know, they're comfortable, they're safe, and yeah. It's really
0: impressive of how you have your whole entire life planned out and especially like a lot of students at LQ, not a lot of them know what they want to do with their lives. Do you feel like you want to open a cafe for students because of your influence in YAMI?
1: Absolutely. Uh, Having my mental illness and kind of feeling like outcasted from my family and my peers, I just wanted a place to feel safe in and I didn't really have that when I was younger. Uh, although I tried my best to find these places. So I wanna be able to provide that for other students in the future.
2: So that was a lot of talk about what your future is gonna be like, and um, I think we should bring it back to the present. How do you think that you want to influence LQ in terms of mental health?
1: Yeah, so I want the students here at LQ to kind of take my story seriously and see how I've grown from someone who didn't see value in their life to someone who has so much to do in their life now. So I want people to know here at LQ that when they're struggling there are options for them and that they can reach out. They're not alone. Uh, I encourage students to find healthy coping mechanisms for themselves. For me it's like drawing and listening to music. Remember not to bottle things in. Uh, Find ways to distress and vent. Uh, Realize that there are people out there for you. Um, There are maybe adults here at school, maybe family members that you can trust and some of your close friends, and make sure to prioritize yourself over other things.
0: I really admire your message to the people who listening to this
1: podcast right now. So do you have any resources that they can use to help with their mental health? Besides for the ones that NAMI kind of promotes at our events during lunch, and we have ready in our classroom, we also have the Wellness Center here at school, where you can talk to friends, just relax, and there are people here on campus that will help you. So to wrap up this
0: podcast, how can people join NAMI?
1: So the easiest way is so the easiest way is just by finding us on Instagram at lqhsnami and going to our link tree and signing up via our Google membership form. Otherwise, you can always go to Room One Hundred Four, Miss Paris' classroom, and ask her how you can sign up. So thank you so
2: much um, to Caroline for sitting down with us and sharing us your story. Um, for those who are listening, my name is Michaela. I'm Karen Nguyen. And I'm Caroline
0: The Humans of LQHS podcast was created by Bridges at La Quinta High School. This episode was written and hosted by Carrie Nguyen and Michaela Vo. Audio recording, YouTube content, and editing by Michaela Vo. Produced and directed by Chris Burton. Graphics contributed by Ivy Nguyen and Madison Nguyen. YouTube content edited by Michaela Vo. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend. Tune in next time.